Alrighty, hello everyone and welcome back to the Reformed Dissenters, the show where Reformed Christians dissent against popular ideas of culture by asserting a biblical worldview. My name is Bruce Johnson. I am joined here in the wonderful state of South Dakota with my good friend Joseph Lassiter. Hello. We are also joined by my brother Jacob Johnson back in Pennsylvania. Hello. Woo! So we got everybody here, full crew. Very, very exciting. Thank you all so, so much for uh, watching us or listening to us. Don't forget, though, you know, we want to know that you're listening to us and that you enjoy our content. And the best way for you to show us that you like what we're doing um, is for you to like our stuff. So like the video, follow us, drop a five-star review in our podcast uh, platforms, whatever you're listening to it in. That would be awesome. But, you know, if you're having a hard time figuring out, well, maybe I don't want to watch them on YouTube for reasons we're about to discuss, maybe you should go to trdshow.net, which is our website, and, you know, scroll and find some other platforms that we're on that actually don't censor you and let you use your First Amendment right, okay? trdshow.net, go there today, check it out, share it with a bunch of people to help them find uh, platforms that don't censor you. Send us an email at trdshow at protonmail.com. We'd really love to hear from you and get your thoughts on what we talk about on the show today. All right, so I said I was going to mention this. We have an announcement right off the bat. Okay, this is kind of like feather in our cap. I mean, to be honest, my heart skipped a beat for two or three different reasons when I read this email on Monday. We were censored on YouTube. What? Can I get a what? what? I mean, to get censored on YouTube was not our goal, but we knew it would happen, (laughs) which is, which is why we planned for this. So our fourth episode was deleted from our channel. They deleted it flat out deleted from our channel because it's disinformation, right? Check out our Gab page for the full email. I took a screenshot of the email. It's on our Gab page. Again, that's gab.com slash trdshow, gab.com slash trdshow. Follow us there. You can see that email for yourself. It's pretty insane stuff. Gab.com slash trdshow. Check out that email. So episode four was deleted on YouTube, but guess what? If you want to see what all the fuss is about and you want to watch that episode for yourself, it's on all the platforms that actually, you know, care about free speech. Um, platforms that are not communist and communistic. Head on over to rumble.com. Um, go to Gab TV, Odyssey. We've got our platforms. I mean, we've got a huge list of platforms. And we are on lots of places that don't censor us. So check out that episode. See why they deleted us. Hint, hint. It was because Trump won and they don't like it. Hey. I have to say, it's really interesting how... When did we record episode four again? Uh, I think it was back in like September or August. September. Let's see. We started in... First show in... August. Uh, End of July, July. August. So it would have been in August. And now they take it down? <laughs> yeah. Now. When the... Uh, the the uh, What is it called? The, um, the Ministry of Truth just started up. And that uh, demonic lady who did very disgusting things is now in charge of deciding what we can and cannot say. So from a which, civil governmental standpoint. So that's person lovely. are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even know her name, but she's the new ministry of truth director, the lady oh. who gets to tell us what we can and cannot say. So now is that yeah. what they're calling it? Or is that, no, is that I forget. like 1984 Dis- isn't? Yeah, that's a 1984. That's a George okay. Orwellian yeah. phrase. Um, they're calling it like disinformation board governance board, something mm. like that. Off yeah. of YouTube. No, that's, that's the federal government oh. created that. Yeah. yeah. 
all the within... all these programs that they have is <sighs> yes yeah, is, yeah. i personally well. think it's kind of unconstitutional but <laughs> yeah unconstitutional not to mention severely unbiblical and uh, as i mean it's a really good reminder of our theme this month which is the realm and authority of caesar and all of this stuff is absolutely ridiculous and completely out of that realm so all right, this is our Monday episode. We've got a lot of current events we're going to break down and discuss. But before we get to all of that, we have to talk about our verse uh, for this week. And uh, our verse this week is Isaiah chapter 1, verses 22 through 23. And it says, Your silver has become dross, your best wine mixed with water. Your princes are rebels and companions of thieves. Everyone loves a bribe and runs after gifts. They do not bring justice to the fatherless. And the widow's cause does not come to them. Again, that's Isaiah chapter 1, verses 22 through 23. So what this is talking about, this is uh, first chapter of Isaiah. This is a description from God to the nation of Israel under some of their most wicked rulers. This is talking about what their country, what their nation has turned into. Your, your silver has become dross, your best wine mixed with water. That's talking about a devaluing of their currency, right? And we're going to be talking about that a lot on our Wednesday episode, so definitely check that out. Princes are rebels and companions of thieves. Again, we're going to be talking, I'd like to talk about inflation a lot during this, during today's episode, and it doesn't get much more uh, thievery. You can, I mean, when you talk about the civil government stealing from people, inflation is the one of the worst offenders, um, best example of thievery possible. Everyone loves a bribe and runs after gifts. They don't bring justice. There is no justice, right? This is a description, unfortunately, of us today in America. This is what we've turned into because our churches refuse to preach all of scripture for all of life. This is where we end up. This is where our culture goes when our churches don't tell us how to live as Christians, how civil government should live according to the Bible. This is where it goes. This is where Israel went. They went contrary to God because they weren't being taught. How will they know without a preacher? All right. So with that cheery note, <laughs> we're going to move into even more cheery things, and I'm going to pass it on over to Jake uh, to talk about the current events for the day. Take it away. Yeah, um, so I'm starting out talking about um, Biden's response to the leaked Supreme Court decision, and this this happened a while back. This happened like like after after it was leaked, like the day after it was leaked, the uh, Supreme Court decision. But um, but what what he wants to do is um, signing legislation which will legalize abortion throughout the country on a federal level. Wow. So no longer giving it to the states. And and so, um, yeah, and it, I, I don't I don't agree with that. But <laughs> I, I wanted to first like point out that in, even in Alito's uh, draft in the in the Supreme Court decision, um, he points out that it is not stated that the um, that the the right to have an abortion is not stated in the Constitution, so mm. that right um, is not protected by the federal government. So therefore, it it should be handed over to the states um, in order to decide on right. Yep. So any yep. any power that isn't rested that any um sorry 
any protected right of the people not stated in the Constitution is given to the states to decide. And because, and the reasoning for that is because it's closer to the people and the people can um, more easily control it. And yeah, um, and you know, it's, it's funny you should bring that up because I have this book here called Recovering the Constitution Using the Ninth Amendment to Restore Civil Liberty. Uh, this guy is a lawyer who talks about the amendment you're talking about now, which is any powers not given to the civil government of the, the federal government belong to the states. The like the implications of that, we don't even we can't even fathom what that actually means. And he does a brilliant job. We might actually be reading this on the show sometime. But if you're watching us, you can see this cover. And if you're listening to us, look up this book, Recovering the Constitution, Using the Ninth Amendment to Restore Civil Liberty by David uh I think it's Fowler. Yeah, Fowler. So anyways, I figured I'd throw that in because I heard about that on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network a couple weeks back and yeah. grabbed a copy of the book. But yeah, it's really good to, to look into that. Sorry, Jake, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and um, for any of those who don't know what the Ninth Amendment is, um, I'm assuming it's... Uh, hold on. Yeah, the... Yeah, so it was um, to ensure that the Bill of Rights was not seen as uh, granting the people specific rights. So it was um, the the Bill of Rights were a list of rights, but the a, a problem that people had with it was that um, people thought that oh, this is only the rights that the people have, mm. and and so it wanted to make sure that. People understood that these aren't only the rights of the people, but these are the rights that the government specifically or the federal government specifically protects. Mm, but the yeah. Ninth Amendment is, um, and I think this is the direct quote here, the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be constructed to deny or dis disparage others retained by the people. Well, and I don't, I don't think that's the full quote. Oh, no, never mind. It is. <laughs> so, yeah, so just nice. for those who don't know what the Ninth Amendment was. Cool. Um, but going back to the article, got a little sidetracked. <laughs> no but um, the article goes on to say that currently there is a roadblock in Congress which will stop Biden from making this a law. Mm. Um, and that would be the filibuster. And, and even... Even even the article goes on to say that the Democrats have pushed to get rid of even the filibuster with a 50 majority vote. Um, however, what's stopping them is two of those 50. So the Democrats need a, a majority vote, and that would be that 50 majority mm. if all of the Democrats voted on it. Um, but it's saying that two of the Democratic Congress people have expressed opposition to the idea of getting rid of the filibuster, which wow. is good. Um, however, that doesn't take into account that there could be Republican people who would um, vote for getting rid of the filibuster. I don't yeah. see why they would, but there there's a small chance, you know, some of the rhino Republicans. Yeah. yeah. But got about two um, minutes left. Then we gotta oh, move on to sorry. next topic. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Um, so it would seem that the codification, and that's that's what this term 
<clears throat> is about codification of legal abortion has a slim chin chance of getting in, but also there is also a slim chance on our side to make sure it stays out, depending on what you, which side you're looking at it from. Wow, wow. So um, this is not a fight that's over by any, any means. Yeah. That's encouraging. So one last question, and I want to ask Bruce and Joe this, just to think about a little bit, um, is if they codify this, right, wouldn't the Supreme Court only need to perform judicial review on it, and they could deem it unconstitutional? I believe that is correct. My, I was having a conversation with my parents, I think it was last night, maybe it was two nights ago, but we were talking about if or how Biden wanted to push that bill. But if the Dobbs case goes through and uh, Roe gets overturned, now, mind you, if Roe gets overturned, it's not banning abortion. Yeah. It's right. turning the power back to, back the, to states, the states. Right. And the states now get to make a decision yep. mm -hmm. whether or not abortion is going to be legal or not legal and what time abortion they're going to allow to happen in that state. And, and that, that was a, a funny point that a lot of the people, like, I watched a bunch of people, like, going out onto the streets and talking with people about this decision, like, what do you think of the leaked uh, Supreme Court decision in overturning Roe v. Wade? And one of the arguments uh, was that it will ban, a, ban the, uh, the use of abortions. And it's like... No, it's just giving it back to the states. And yeah. they were they were saying that this is America. We're supposed to have freedom. It's like <laughs> this this gives what us a that, little bit uh, more freedom. What is it that uh, whoopsies? What is that um, verse that I'm thinking of that says, "Don't use your your uh, liberty as as a license to sin, right? Don't yeah. use your freedom as a yeah. license to sin." We we yeah. have freedom in Christ, but that freedom mm -hmm. is, as Christ says, "My yoke is easy." There's still a yep. yoke. We are right. free to live as a slave to Christ. We're no mm -hmm. longer chained to sin, which means now we get to be chained to Christ. We get to live as a slave to Christ, which is yeah. it's an incredible thing when you actually understand what your sin does, what murdering babies actually is. Yeah. <laughs> and I like to yeah. make mention of since you were talking about freedom, it's America, it's freedom. <laughs> well, what about the baby's freedom? Mm. Right. Nobody talks yeah. about that. Yeah. Nobody talks about the the baby does have a freedom. Yep. Yeah, we, we look don't. in the Constitution; and it doesn't protect the right to abortion, <clears throat> but it does protect the baby's right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Well, Jake, thanks for sharing that. Uh, Honestly, that was encouraging to me, that wonderful bit of news that, you know, there's hope. <clears throat> yes, yeah. there's a fighting chance that this could happen, but uh, there's a fighting chance that we could fight it. We can stop it. So, yeah. yeah. And, you know, we've had discussions before where there, there's God always provides a way, right? Mm -hmm. He will always provide a way for us to fight these things if we truly are willing to do everything, to give up everything i mean um in church today our pastor was reading through that uh, matthew passage where christ you know this guy came and said hey um let me bury my let me bury my father first you know and then i'll follow you and christ said let the dead bury themselves you know follow me 
you know, stop doing that, put everything on hold um, and follow Christ. So if we're willing to do that, if we're willing to say, this is a cultural battle, this is much, much deeper than just a political battle. This is not something we're willing to lose. We're going to fight to the death, figurative death, right? Fight till we die, at least. Then God will provide a way for us to succeed, but we have to be willing to do whatever it takes. All right. Well, I'm going to pass it on over to Jake. I mean, to, to Joe. Wow, Thank you, Joe. Jake. Jake yep. gets two, yeah. two, um, he gets two segments. <laughs> yay. I'm going to talk about something that might bring up a lot of strife. Oh, all right. Maybe. All right. Or argument. Or maybe we'll get an email finally. Oh, that would be nice. Finally. Maybe, maybe not. I wanted to talk about Amendment C for Ooh. our state constitution. South Dakota Amendment C. So, um,. Let's break it down first of all. What is Amendment C? Amendment C is to amend our state constitution. And what it is is it's amending the constitution to where um, – so let's all back up a little bit. Our current state legislature has to have a two-thirds majority vote to vote on taxes to uh, for them to go higher. Mm. And so what Amendment C is doing is taking that aspect and principle and bringing it to the people as well. So currently, our, if we wanted um, like the CBD tax to come in because we wanted a lot of the states uh, or state citizens wanted the CBD oil to come hmm. and be legalized. But with that, you have a lot of hoopla mess that I haven't dug into and hopefully i won't di- have to dive into that because that's <laughs> politics in of itself sounds crazy but with with that coming in it, it it involved another tax and with that there was a petition for i think there was a petition but with it coming in the people 50% plus one a vote for it to come in is how it became legal in the state of south dakota with with Amendment C coming in, at least how I understand and read it, um, for CBD to have come in to, because it would have raised another tax, um, with it to come in to the state of South Dakota, if Amendment C was in place, it would have had to take 60% of voters to say, yes, I want that, instead of a 50% plus one. Wow. Majority. Wow. That's how I understand. and So what are some of the pros and cons of that? So some of the things that I, I personally have looked into, a lot of people are saying it's a great thing because it makes it harder for the citizens to raise taxes. Mm. Well, and okay, I emphasize <clears throat> citizens because nobody is saying citizens. It's just everybody's been putting a blanket. At least what I've heard is it makes it harder for taxes to be raised well it makes it harder for us citizen individuals um people of the state of south dakota to say yes i'm okay with this tax coming in um to 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 bring cbd oil in i'm okay if i would be okay i would honestly i would like my voice to be heard of my 50 being part of the 51 or 50 percent plus one if it's something i was very um for a majority vote um so pretty much it's making it a lot harder from 50 to 60 so the pros and cons of this is um i personally see a con as in it's taking away our citizen 
it's right to say, yes, I want that in the aspect of uh, now you're making it harder from a uh, 50, 50 point or 50 percent plus one vote up to a 60 percent vote, uh, making it where the 60 percent of the people have to say, yes, we want this. <clears throat> I, I see that as a, a way of now the government's getting more involved and in saying, uh, no, we, we want to make it where there's a more majority rather than a 50 vote or 50% plus one vote. Mm, that's really interesting. Um, well, and I think, uh, you know, we've talked about this before, but I think one of the biggest cons that you've talked about is that, you know, it's harder for them to then raise taxes, but it's harder also to do the opposite and to lower them, right? So actually, this goes both ways where, right? So or, so or I forgot to make mention here. This is dealing with um, initiative measures. So um, initiative measures is how CBD became legal in the state of South Dakota. It's only a people's um, people petition to get things on the ballot. And they want it on the ballot and so that people can vote. Instead of a 50% plus one vote for ballots, now now you have to have 60% of people saying, yes, I want this, voting for it. And it's not a, from what I can tell, it's not a to lower the tax or to raise the tax. It's just to bring the tax in. Hmm. So It's interesting. It's mm -hmm. interesting. It does. It sounds like one of those things where the people have a little less say. Need I, more the people on board, which can be good and bad. I mean, can if go you go both ways, if you take it from a perspective of an abortion comes in or they t uh, petition for, let's just say something that deals with abortion and now they get an abortion tax it makes it harder for the abortion tax to come through. Mm. But as long as it's an uh, initiative measure. Yeah. And the people, and it's on the ballot for the people to vote. Now, Congress is, is totally different. This doesn't deal with Congress. It okay. just deals with the people voting on ballots. Wow. Um, well, that's really interesting. Yeah. Thank you for, for bringing that up, Joe. I think mm -hmm. um, it's good to know kind of what's, you know, what's going on on a local level. I'd be interested to see what, um, you know, what other, mm -hmm. what the other states have um on the books in terms of some of these sorts of things. Cause I know that, you know, when I used to live in Pennsylvania, um, last year, I think it was, we actually, the people, the citizens got to vote on whether or not, um, emergency powers for the governor were discontinued after a certain amount of time. And with, there were a lot of things that we actually voted on. And I think they all passed to limit the civil government of Pennsylvania's ability to encroach on our rights, which mm -hmm. was really cool. So I would be curious about like in that example, well, you know, how much of the vote was required mm -hmm. um, in order to make that go through. But. And again, I really want to emphasize that this <clears throat> is a constitution, a state constitution amendment. Mm. It's a state constitution amendment. We're amending Which is the a scary constitution. Thing. It's a scary thing. Yeah. Um, now I should read the headline and kind of a little bit what I found on ballot. Got about one minute left. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so the act, the source that I'm using is from Ballotpedia, and the headline is sixty percent. South Dakota constitutional amendment C, sixty percent vote for requirement for ballot measure increased taxes, or appropriating ten million, a uh, ten million dollar measure. June 2022. Mm. A vote, uh, a yes vote supports 
requiring three-fifths, 60% of supermajority vote for appeal for ballot measures placed on the ballot through citizen uh, intentive or referred to the ballot by the state legislature that increases taxes or fees that would require the state to appropriate $10 million or more dollars um, in the first five fiscal year. And on this website, it also states a no vote opposes requiring a three-fifths, 60% uh, supermajority vote for the appeal of a ballot measure that increases taxes or free fees that would require the state to appropriate $10 million or more in the f- first five fiscal years thereby continuing to allow such measures to be adopted by simple majority vote. And I'm going to add, by the people. Wow. So break it down for me. What is, in one sentence or less, what does a vote yes mean? And then in another sentence, what does vote no mean? I really should have started reading this first. A vote yes is saying we have to have um, three-fifths supermajority vote to say, yes, we are okay with this tax versus a vote no is stating we we are okay, we are okay and we still want our 50% plus one vote gotcha. to say yes or no to this tax. Gotcha. Cool. And I think I also heard from what you just described from that description, it was also um, there were stipulations on you hit a certain um, cap of money uh, like in the next five fiscal years or something like that, ten million or I forget the exact. Yeah, figures. ten million or more in the first five fiscal. So years. So if it's that, then it requires this amount, and if it's less, then it's another. So mm-hmm. yeah, v- very very interesting. This is a, a big discussion. Thank you for bringing it up, Joe. I really really appreciate it. I really very I didn't interesting topic. have my thoughts all collaborated. Yeah, no worries. On, yeah, so makes everybody a lot of sense. might be lost that's when good they first to hear it. no I, I think it made a lot of sense and um it's a good thing at least we've got it out there now and again all of these both jacobs mine joe's all of our headlines and articles are in the description so do check them out research. do your homework do your research yeah. all right well i got about four to five minutes left um i'm trying to i'll try and get through this Sorry, as quickly Bruce. as possible yeah no worries no this is all good stuff um it's kind of the new structure we kind of wanted me to have less time because i can just <laughs> talk and talk for hours so Bruce you talk too much I do talk too much I'm sorry okay so so my headline says top senate democrat says raising taxes undoing tax uh Trump tax cuts is the only way to get rid of inflation so what they're saying here is this dude Chuck Schumer I think Chuck Schumer he's a majority guy so he's literally saying that (laughs) to stop the civil government from stealing money which I'm going to get into in a second, to stop the civil government from stealing money, they need to take more money. What? That's what this boils down to. To stop them from stealing money, they need to take more money. I'll explain why uh, that's my perspective in a minute. That makes no sense if you ask me. Right? Makes zero sense. So this is a quote from the article, and I'll have this up on screen. According to The Hill, uh, Manchin voiced support for increasing the corporate tax rate to 25% from from 21%. So that's a 4% increase. Increasing the capital gains tax, which is currently capped at 20% to 28%. So that's like a that's an 8% increase and removing loopholes from the tax code to ensure that everyone pays their fair share. So what they're talking about here is a progressive whenever they're talking about this whole everyone pays their fair share, that's a progressive tax bracket, which means that 
if you make more than, I don't know, I'm throwing out random numbers. You make more than 70,000, you're in this tax bracket. You make more than 100,000, you're in this tax bracket, right? So you pay more the more money you make, which is, we've been talking about this whole month, unequal weights and measures. <laughs> That's the epitome of theft right there. You make more, you're penalized for it. You have a different standard if you make more money. That is wrong, biblically speaking. Totally unbiblical and wrong. <clears throat> On page 358, Gary Damar um, actually defined inflation in his book, um, God and Government Volume 2, which we're reading on the show. So I, I just want to read this. I'm not actually going to be reading. Well, I might be reading this quote on Wednesday. I forget, <laughs> but I'm going to quote it here. This is how he defi defines inflation. He says that inflation is an increase in the money supply and or of the supply of credit, including personal debt within a market without a corresponding increase of intrinsically valuable goods. So it means that the Money supply is up, but there, there, there's no corresponding increase in products. So it's not like we are getting more money because people are selling more things. The money supply is just getting higher and higher for no, for apparently no reason, right? <clears throat> Debasement of currency is when the civil government is printing all of this money, or also when they're devaluing the money that's already out there. And we're going to get into that in a second. But essentially, inflation is a debasement of currency, which leads to that currency being worth considerably less. This means that the dollars that we previously had are no longer worth the same as they did. They're no longer worth that much, the same as they were when we originally earned them. Okay, This is theft here. They are stealing it without actually pulling it out of our pockets. They're essentially pulling money out of our pockets because now the dollars that we earned are worth considerably less, and that's their fault. A civil government that is okay with any level, any level of inflation is going directly against God's word. See Leviticus 19, 35 through 37. Civil government has been given the responsibility of upholding biblical justice. That's their job. That's literally their job description is biblical justice, right? Included in this duty is the punishment and rectification of theft, including theft on an economic level, which is what they're perpetrating here. Okay, this is, this is straight out, flat out theft. When a person steals from another person, it's the civil government's responsibility to foster an environment where retribution occurs, right? They pay back with interest, where the thief repays their victim with interest. That's biblical justice, right? Ret retribution. <clears throat> In this case, this is insane. This is the bonkers part of this. In our case, the civil government is the thief and we are the victims, right? And now instead of fixing this, instead of rectifying this situation, the thief is talking about taking even more money from us in taxes, right? So the thief is not, they're talking about taking even more money. Their answer to theft is legalizing even more theft, right? Oh, we'll fix the theft. Let's just steal more money. So you're going to fix theft with more theft. Rather than refusing to print more debased currency and returning our original our returning our current currency back to the gold standard, our wicked thief of a civil government wants to print even more money. They want to point even more guns at our head and force us to hand over more of the fruits of our labors. That's what they're doing. It's it's the um I, I mean it's like an abuser saying, nah, you're not, you're not actually being abused. And by the way, let's, you know, I'm going to do more, right? I'm going to make it even worse. You don't get to eat today. Like it's like, it's, it's insane that that's literally, they're saying this 
I cannot believe some of the things that they, they're stupid enough to come out and actually say it. We know they're thinking it because they want more money. They're greedy. They're wicked. They're evil. But they're straight out saying it now. They're saying the only way for us to fix inflation, the only way for us to fix the, uh, us stealing from you with inflation is to take more of your money. Oh, yeah, that makes complete economic sense right there. I got to say they are geniuses, right? <laughs> I have a random question for yeah, you. Yeah, what do you got? Do you know if any other country has their dollar value backed up by precious metals? Um, I don't know. Like I'm not gold sure. gold and silver I'm stuff? I'm sure there have to be, but I don't know of any off the top of my head. Do you know of any, Jake? <clears throat> no. No, I don't. That would be interesting to come back to ne- next week. It would and be. And have a conversation on. Yeah. Oh, and if anyone there in the audience knows of any, send us an email at trdshow at protonmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. I'm still waiting for that email. <laughs> I haven't gotten any emails. Joe's waiting on it. So I'm still waiting. You don't want to make Joe sad. You better send us an email. Well, that was my... I got through that. I just like flat out read my notes because I didn't have a lot of time to do other things. So Good job. hopefully that made sense. I got across my point that they want to uh, fix their thievery with By more stealing. thievery. <laughs> Yep. And hopefully I back that up and that makes sense. Do you guys mm-hmm. agree? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Because inflation is caused by that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is this is their fault. They did it, and we're going to get into this on Wednesday. They printed all of this fake currency. They printed all this paper money so that they could support their stupid programs and do even more things that they were never supposed to do in the first place, like education roads infrastructure handling a lot like everything in our economy and providing for the poor none of those things are their responsibility and to do it they needed to print more money in order to do those things because Mm -hmm. oh as it turns out when you do things that god never uh intended for you to do it's actually really hard to to do those things and so you got to cheat the system and figure out really hacky ways to get around it because oh it's almost like you weren't even supposed to do that in the first place. Anyways, we're yeah. gonna be talking about that a lot more on Wednesday. Didn't we, Go ahead, Jake. Bruce, Bruce, and I, I think we we took this one test to see if we could um, cut the <laughs> yes. uh, oh that the was American good. debt um, down, and I think we like we equalized it within yes. a year yep. or something yep. by cutting and, out. All of those things. And, and we hadn't, I don't even think we had gotten to education. We were just cutting out um, military and <laughs> all these other stupid yep. programs that we don't need. Yep. And we were able to equalize the debt right there. There you go. And then if, if we were able to go even further, we would cut out <laughs> yeah. public schools entirely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I but, don't um, remember what mine, but I think I had leveled it in two years. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Can't remember though. There you it's go. been a year since I've taken it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this whole week, um, you know, my devotions. I've been studying um, and really thinking and pondering a lot about the wisdom of God. I've been reading through Proverbs this whole month. The wisdom of God that God gives us, and just how we take that for granted. We take for mm-hmm. granted the fact that. God, the creator of this universe, who spoke into being everything that exists, has given us a book with a breath of his wisdom, with a smidge of his wisdom. And that book can structure societies in ways that we can't even fathom in beautifully intricate 
and perfectly defined ways that work so much better than anything else our brains can come up with. And when we go away from that, it goes down the drain so much quicker than we ever anticipated. And yet our pastors are not preaching on any of this from the pulpit. <laughs> like, yeah. Just the, the pure wisdom that we get from the word of God. I mean, David understood, like a deer pants for the water, so I pant for your laws. So I pant for your wisdom. I look for that. I seek it. I need it, right? So we need to be talking about more of these things. We need to be talking about a biblical perspective, looking at God's holy and infallible, inerrant word on everything in life, including economics. So we're way over time, but (laughs) this was a really good discussion. Shame, Bruce. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the first time we've been this far over. But I hope this was an interesting conversation. Thank you all so, so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Don't forget, go to trdshow.net. Um, follow us. Hey, check out episode four. It got censored on YouTube, so it's got to be good, right? Check it out on Rumble. And um, we look forward to seeing you in the next episode. And remember, everyone, in all that you do, do as unto the Lord. <laughs>